p.m. and uh, I want you to I want to thank you for tuning in and uh, I'm just gonna just lower this light here a little bit it's kind of bright okay and um, it is July 9th and we just had some heavy rain uh, it's gonna probably be cloudy the whole day and tomorrow doesn't look too good either so so if people had plans to go to the beach or the pool or barbecue it might be a little bit rough but we actually need the rain so it's it's actually kind of a good thing that we're getting it now okay so i'm chris scudgelo i'm an associate broker for exp realty and i think i have it uh you know when you wear the black shirt it's a little hard to see the lapels on on the camera but okay i'm an associate broker for exp realty and this is Real Estate with Mr. G. And we discuss current events in the real estate market. And there's a lot going on. And we have a very interesting show today. So let's start off with our preview and get into the work. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so there's lots of talk about um, a pending recession and a lot of people are concerned about how that will affect the real estate market, if it does in the first place anyway. And um, again, we're at this very interesting point. Um, uh, many times we could look in the past and see what has happened after uh, certain uh, situations with the economy. But we have more in the mix uh, with this one because we had a pandemic. Um, we had um, uh, uh, supply chain issues, getting products out, all right? We had a lot of people out of work. We had truckers out of work, not working. And there was a big delay with products getting to the stores. And now we have to add on that uh, this war going on in Ukraine, um, where a lot of the goods that come from that country, as well as Russia, were not able to bring in right now. For instance, wheat, which we actually don't buy wheat from uh, the Ukraine or Ukraine. Some people say, a lot of people say, fuck Ukraine and Ukraine, but I think it's just the Ukraine. So um, we actually don't buy wheat from Ukraine, but no matter what, on the market, being that there is that shortage of wheat, um, we then have uh, prices going up, right? The same way we had it with the, when we're in the height of the pandemic and we had a small amount of inventory on the market. So when we have a small amount of inventory and demand is high, all right, we have uh, an increase in prices. It's, it's basic economic 101. Can't get any more basic than that. All right. So even though uh, uh, we don't pay directly for our wheat or we do not buy our wheat from Ukraine, um, but when we buy it elsewhere, uh, it's more expensive because the price of it has gone up. All right, and, and other items as well. So we have this situation now in the mix, all right? So I've mentioned this before in another podcast that um, economics is not like a controlled experiment. You know, if you go into a lab and dealing with chemistry and you put together two types of fluids, you know what the reaction would be. But when it comes to the economy, there's a lot of factors involved. So you don't always have the same outcome. It's different each time. And we're in a new situation where we dealt with a pandemic. And now we're dealing with a war. We're not fighting the war. We're sending uh, money and equipment there. So in one way, we are involved with it. Uh, we, we don't have soldiers there. But we're involved with it, and it affects us as well, okay? So what does, does this all mean for the housing industry? And, and before I put up my PDF file, and again, um, these articles feed in from a, a site where which uh, these uh, articles are written, um, and... Uh, I don't personally write them. I, I add more articles to the site 
that I write or other people have been submitting articles to my blog, realestatewithmrg.blog. It's growing very nicely. But um, I'm going to add some more information to it uh, because uh, some good information came out this week, which I believe shows we are not going into recession. Okay, Recession is when people lose their jobs. And um, the problem we're having right now is runaway inflation. Again, inflation that was affected by the pandemic, right? Again, shortage of goods, increases the prices, and this war in Ukraine. So this has caused inflation. Prices going up. Now, some reports are saying that in different areas, some prices are coming down. Actually, gas prices in this area probably have come down about 60 cents. That's not too bad. Um, it'd be nice when it goes under four again. Uh, but as my wife always said, who was, uh, she's a retired uh, social studies teacher, that America, Americans forget how blessed we are with what we pay for gas because for instance my sister lives in england and it's about eight or nine dollars uh well for them pounds to fill up their cars in europe the gas is a lot more expensive okay we complain when it goes over full but it's still a great uh discount as a as opposed to what they're paying in europe all right so if we get it under four, I would be very happy. You know, you have to pay a certain amount of value for it. Yeah, it would be great if it was under two. But it's not feasible. I know it's been like that before. But with the cost of goods now, items, labor, I think it's not going to go below three anymore. I mean, we may get it below four. Uh, my sister-in-law lives in the, in the rural area of Atlanta and uh, or Georgia. She's not in Atlanta anymore. And they're paying now under $4 in gas. But it's a very rural area. Uh, so, um, so we may see under 4 but I don't think we will see below 3 Anyway, I'm going off topic. I'm sorry. I apologize. So let's bring up my PDF file, and let's see. I'm that little nice little box there. Uh, before I was able to make a, a little round thing, okay. But now you don't see. I want to do the round. Yeah, I like the the little round ball. I feel like that. Well, you have to be older to remember the bouncing ball when you used to have these sing-alongs. But anyway. Um, so what does an economic slowdown mean for the housing market? What means that? So according to a recent survey, more and more Americans are concerned about a possible recession. Those concerns were validated when the Federal Reserve met and confirmed they were strongly committed to bringing down inflation. And in order to do so, they used their tools and influence to slow down the economy. And what they do, they raise the Federal Reserve. 
Now the Federal Reserve is what <clears throat> the Federal Reserve is what they charge the other banks when they borrow money from the Federal Reserve. Okay, Federal Reserve has a great deal of of cash, right? That's what it's called a reserve. So when banks run low in the cash, they go to the Federal Reserve. But there's a excuse me, there's a cost to borrow from them. So that Federal Reserve rate is that. Uh, increase the increase they're talking about is is in that Federal Reserve rate when Bank of America or Sun was well, no longer SunTrust, Truist, Truist, and uh, Citibank when they borrow money from the Federal Reserve, this is what they're charged. So the question is, how will this affect the housing market? All right, I'm going to highlight over here. Actually, I'll highlight this whole area. We know how economic slowdowns have impacted home prices in the past. But how could this next slowdown affect the real estate and the cost of financing and home? Now, without reading this word for word, they're saying in this article, according to mortgage specialists, throughout history during a recessionary period, interest rates go up at the beginning of the recession. But in order to come out of a recession, interest rates are lowered to stimulate the economy moving forward. All right. So what they do here, here's this chart. <clears throat> and they're giving these different periods of, re of recession. This one ran from January 1980 to 19, uh, July 1980. Uh I believe that would have been um, well. They probably would have had the uh, the election in 1980, and then uh, 81. That's when Ronald Reagan came in. So this is a period of Jimmy Carter, and so last six months, mortgage rates went up to 16 percent. See, I remember this. I was working actually. In New York City, it was my one of my first big jobs after college. I was working in Merrill Lynch, and interest rates were very, very high. Okay, and here it was at sixteen percent. But once we got out of that recession, uh, it went down to eleven point eight. So actually, here now this one Ronald Reagan is in, and um, it shot up again to eighteen percent. Actually, that's what I really remember because. Merrill Lynch had a CMA account, and um, if it was something uh, competitive management or whatever, but they gave us a, a savings interest rate uh, that was kind of like locked in or equal to lending rates. So I opened up a, a checking and savings account. I was getting 18%. On my money, imagine that we're only getting like one or two percent now. <laughs> so this actually lasted a long time—one year and four months—and then it went down to thirteen percent. Then we're here in the early recession of uh, the nineteen nineties. That lasted for eight months, and we went to eleven percent to eight point eight. I believe that was when Carter came in. Um, 
and he brought down uh and i'm sorry not carter but um clinton and he brought it down here um and then we have the early 2000s uh, i'm i'm not going to mention presidents anymore because uh <laughs> you know it, it sometimes ends up with too much controversy so then we have in 2000 from uh, March of 2001 to November 2001 um, wasn't that much of a, of a decrease in the rate down to 6.8. But then we have the Great Recession. Now uh, we have another president coming into office, and he brought it down to 4.9. And then we have the COVID um, recession. Yeah, they just have it for two months. I don't know if I would have kept it at two months or used two months. Maybe it would have made it a little bit longer. But they bring it to 3.8 to 2.8. And that's where it was about a year ago. And now, of course, actually rates went down a little bit this week. But they're around, let's say they're circling around 5.5%. But that's a big jump up from 2.8. That it was about... Uh, about a year ago, it was a little bit under three. So they're saying over the, the, the past five recessions, mortgage rates have fallen and the average are 1.8. Now, see what I don't like about this article. I'm going to be honest with you because it's like, <clears throat> and I've mentioned this with other podcasts, but you know, when you're a real estate agent, real estate uh, broker, realtor, you want your buyers to buy now. You don't want them to wait. And I have a lot of people who've been on the fence, especially, well, first they were on the fence because they don't want to deal with the competition. A year ago when we had about 12 to 14 offers on a property uh, and they don't want to be bothered with it. And now they're holding up because the interest rates are higher, right? But I don't think they're going to go down. And the reason why, because of this report that came out on, uh, well, this was actually printed today. Let me see. Yeah, today, um, or maybe, it was, yeah. Well, what, no matter what, the jobs report came out yesterday, Friday. And the U.S. economy added 372,000 jobs in June defying slow down fears. So recession means that the people are losing their jobs and jobs are not being created. But this here proves that jobs are being created. And that's definitely not the definition of a recession. Okay. So employees have put on 372,000 jobs 372,000 jobs the labor re department reported friday and the unemployment rate at 6.3.6% 3.6% that's pretty low was unchanged from may and at a near 50 year low so what that's going to say to the federal reserve <clears throat> is they saying we're, we're not heading to a recession you know and we still got this problem with prices being really high. So most likely they're going to raise interest rates. 
Now, all eyes will be watching whether the Fed strategy of raising interest rates pushes the country into recession that inflicts harsher pain. And here we're saying the private sector has now regained its pre-pandemic employment level, an achievement trumpeted by the White House on Friday. I don't like when they use the word trumpeted. <laughs> but exclaimed by the White House on Friday, though the level is still below what would have been expected absent the pandemic. See, if they, we didn't have the pandemic, it would have been higher, but we're back to where we were before all this uh, stuff had happened with the pandemic. So we are essentially ground our way back to where we were pre-COVID, said Christian Lundblad, a professor of finance at the Keenan Flagger Business Institute or Business School at the University of North Carolina. So this doesn't necessarily look like a dire situation, despite the fact that we're struggling with inflation and economic declines and some other dimensions. So the thing is, um, I believe they're going to, when I say they, I believe that the Federal Reserve will raise rates um, at the next session. And let me get back to my full face here. This is my full face. There we go. Okay. So if the trend of continuous of jobs are being created, we're not going to go into recession, okay? Which means uh, there's a good chance that interest rates on mortgages will go up uh, higher, okay? They're not going to go down. Uh, at this point, we are now um, because the economy is still going strong, all right? So if your mortgage rates to go down, if, the, if that's why you're on the fence, I would say, uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. So if the, you see a property that you like now, you need to go uh, purchase, all right? And don't wait. I really don't see them going down. Not at the, if you take an economic snapshot of what we're in right now, I don't see that happening, all right? Now, Home prices um, may, I believe they're going to stop going up. And again, um, as I have discussed in earlier podcasts, um, homes that are turnkey ready will most likely still have multiple offers. But homes that need some work now, you know, about a year ago, sellers were saying, okay, I'm going to sell it as is. I'm not going to do these little fixtures around the house i'm gonna leave it the way it is when i say fixtures i mean repairs and i sold houses like that where the most simplest thing they could have repaired they didn't and um i don't think that's going to be the same i think uh buyers going to ask for those to be repaired um there might be actually uh people offering a lower offer if if the listing is going really higher than expected, think, uh, higher in the, in the point where 
we were about a year ago when we had a, had a big shortage of homes on the, on the market. We still have a shortage, but it's not as bad as it was a year ago. Okay. So to recap, um, if you're ready to buy, uh, you need to move along if you see something that you like. And please contact me via, you know, this, wherever you're seeing the social media, uh, you know, uh, you could contact me and I'll be very happy to help you. And if you're ready to list, you know, list your home now before prices go up because what's going to happen as those mortgages, mortgage rates go up, you have this pool of potential buyers, but as those rates go up, it's going to get smaller and smaller because they will no longer be eligible for your house. Okay. All right. So with that in mind, um, talking about mortgages, uh, our video today is on pre-qualification. Let's show that quickly. Okay. And um, do not forget. Uh, well, first, let me show this little graphic that was uh, infographic that's uh, on my blog. Every uh, week we have a new uh, infographic on our on my blog. And it shows how uh, people have on the average about $64,000 more in equity in their house. So when you get ready to move, that's very helpful. Uh, because uh, when you sell, you'll have a nice piece of change, hopefully, and you could use that for your next house. You could put down a bigger down payment and have a smaller mortgage payment, right? Okay. And then, again, um, on my blog, I have uh, Things to Consider Selling Your Home, the summer edition, all right, and... Um, that's the wrong thing. And then over here, we have things to consider when you're buying a home. And you could uh, download these at my blog, and there's no cost to you, okay? And let me get my caption up here. And you just have to go to realestatewithmrg.blog slash resource hyphen material slash. Well, you'll need the last slash. But even if you go to real estate with Mr. G.blog, uh, you'll see the menu there. You click on the tab, resource materials. You go there and you click on download and you have them. And then when you read them and you say, oh, I understand the process, you give Mr. G a call or email, a text, and we'll start looking at it. Okay. 
All right. We'll work, we'll work on your purchase or your sale. All right. So let me get this off. Okay. Hide that. And I'm back. All right. And uh, I'm hearing that we might have some return guests in the audience from my producer, William Burgess. Is that true? Chris, great news. We have a celebrity singing group in the audience. They are an American singing group from Newport, Rhode Island. Six siblings noted for performing professionally and singing harmonies at an early age, later with their mother. The band was formed in early 1965 by brothers Bill, Bob, and Barry. Their brother John joined shortly thereafter. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Cowsills. Okay, I guess as Christmas in July, that was nice that they were singing that in the audience. Okay, so I'm very happy that they did that. And so that's today's show, all right? Uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend if you can, all right? <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully you could do some fun things tomorrow. Uh, swimming, going going to the beach, laying on the beach, uh, barbecuing, um, and hopefully uh, it could. But you know, we need the rain. It would have been better if it happened during the week. Well, we're working. All right, but uh, a real estate agent, we work. The weekends is like one of the biggest times, but. Uh, um, we're we're always working. We're twenty four seven. Okay, so that's our show for today, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Remember, uh, the greatest power we have is the love, and the greatest gift is each other. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.